This is, of course, Six Strings and Coffee. I am your host, Charlie, Sweaty Chetty, Sweatsworth Chetsworth. Uh, this is a very special episode. Uh, I want to preface by saying that. Uh, this past weekend, my family and I took a trip down to Virginia Beach to uh, to visit family. Uh, it was my niece's first birthday, my, my beautiful niece, Riley. Uh, had a great time, great party. Uh, got to the beach for a little bit. Uh, it's a great kid. We had a really, really awesome time. While down there, uh, Rebecca and myself were able to hang out with what I it can only assume. And there might be a bias. I'm not going to pretend. But can only assume is my, my biggest fan. It's my brother. <laughs> my brother, Sean. Nugget, as I call him still. Um, we decided, well, actually, it was his idea. Uh, he brought it up a few weeks ago to do a podcast, uh, while we were down there and I was like, well, that's cool. And, and so way, way about it was the way it went about was, um, the last time we were down there, it has been a while was Thanksgiving, 2018. And the second night or our last night there, uh, we kind of stayed up to like two in the morning drinking exotic beers craft beers and uh he he's a bit of a, a beer uh connoisseur uh i i feel that i'm i'm okay he's he's very knowledgeable he is very very knowledgeable um so we had such a good time doing it that night that i just kind of like threw it out there i was like well, why don't we do like a, a beer tasting or we can do the same thing we'll just record it and he was like that's a good idea so what we did again this was like kind of collaborative is we did a um beer review uh, uh, and and the theme of it is flavored beers, so it's not like necessarily traditional, you know, uh, weeds, Belgian, you know, whatever, uh, ales, lagers, that sort of thing. They they're what they are, and then they have a hint of something else. Um, it's kind of a long podcast. I'm not gonna lie. Usually, I, I I tighten these up to about 45 minutes or so, give or take. This one I think goes like closer to like an hour and a half, hour and 40. Um, but it's a good time. Um. So, yeah, uh, without further ado, this is Six Strings and Coffee, uh, Johnston Family Beer Review, Virginia Beach Trip, whatever you want to call it. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Six Strings and Coffee Johnston Beer Tasting Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Chetty Chetsworth Sweatsworth, the big dick Charlie Don, whatever you want to call me. That's one of many names. It's me that one. Me? <laughs> <laughs> I am I am here. This is a very special episode. I, it's a it's a family family trip to Virginia Beach. Uh, my niece Riley is turning one years old. One year old. Years old. Do you ever say it like that? One one year old. Do you say one year old or one years old? I say it's her first birthday. Even better. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so so it's it's uh, she's turning one. We're here for the birthday party, uh, and as we decided to do is suggesting to my brother Sean we're going to do a podcast on location from his house in Virginia Beach everybody listening this is my brother Sean Nugget Johnston <laughs> I have not had that nickname in a long time oh, that's how you're saved on my phone uh, you are saved as Upchuck Upchuck vomit <laughs> that's what that is uh, welcome to Virginia Beach 
I and thank you for attending your niece's first birthday. I would never, I would never even dream of missing it. Oh, we're gonna be here for all of her birthdays because now I get to go on birthday vacations over here. Beautiful. And it's August. It's a great time of the year. Barbecues, beaches, Absolutely. babies. Son of a beach. <laughs> Perfect. Bunch of bunch of bunch of beaches we is. Um. So so what we have here is two flights of beers, two flights of beer. And we're going, you had a theme picked out. Well, so I'll start off also by saying traditionally, mm-hmm. Six Strings and Coffee yes. gets kicked off with a coffee type of review or comment or you're just drinking coffee. I'm, Usually. I, I, okay, so I tried, uh, I wanted to do the reviews and I'm not a connoisseur. I'm not, basically it comes down to I have a terrible vocabulary yeah. and I can't describe things well. So he was like, this coffee tastes like coffee. Yeah. This uh, this came from beans. Yeah. Well, one of my feedbacks for one of your first episodes was, why don't you do a coffee review, right? Since it is called Six Strings and Coffee. Absolutely. That was all your idea. So we're doing a little Virginia Beach spin on this one. Right. And we're doing a beer review. Yes. Instead. Um, So you want to maybe name out what we got? Yeah, absolutely. So so in in this order, we're going to go at the same time. Uh, the the theme this time is aside from being a beer review, uh, they're flavor they're, they're they're flavored beers rather than your standard IPAs, your stouts or whatnot. These are uh, food flavored uniquely you yeah food flavor. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, we got funky Buddha French toast double brown. We got this one. This one I'm really in, into, into the Blackwater series Samoa this Imperial Stout. This straight up smells like smoke cookies. Yeah, like uh, for real. So I want to see some because usually imperial means heavy alcohol. Yeah, ten percent. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the first two right. are they're nine and ten. Okay. Like these are these, so are, these are serious. Okay. Next on the list, uh, decadent winter spiced French toast, uh, double spiced double Indian pale ale, a French toast IPA. So we have a French toast, interesting maple brown, and a French toast. We're going, IPA. We're, we're going the opposite direction. We're starting high, and then this is an eight point six. Ah, uh, it's not that high. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just compared to ten. <laughs> and then lastly, it's higher uh, than what I'm Suburban beverage. Where is the name of the, the type of beer it was? This was a. Like, oh, oh, yeah. They got uh, weird labels. Ghost they? style ale. Goes? Goes? Goes, yeah. Goes style ale with key lime, which I'm really interested in. I, I now, just so you know. This is only 4.2. Yeah, we're going down. Just so you know, you just had a, a wit beer for the first time. Yeah. Called Wit the Funk. And I'm having some acid. It was delicious. I'm having some acid reflux. Forewarn you that a goes is typically similar in the sour atmosphere. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. But we saved it for the uh, end, this, so that way it didn't ruin our well, palate. Pr- I'm proud. This last one, it looks like it's actually, the brand is actually perennial Herbison Ales. There you go. Oh, there you go. Okay. So the name of it must be Suburban Beverage. Which makes sense with the that, Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, so um, we got a, gl- a couple glasses of water. All three of us, we have some things to taste. Um... This all started the idea. This was Sean's idea, but this basically started because last Thanksgiving, uh, the the last night we were here, you and I got very drunk <laughs> by splitting basically pounders of these unique beers, mm-hmm. and 
Some were great. Most were great. Some were tough. Some were tough is a great word for that. Yeah. Not necessarily not bad. I'll say unique. You know, I, but I got to tell you, I want was it the big money. There was one where I was like, I find hard to believe it was that one that someone goes to the deli or whatever yeah. and is like, you know what I go for? Yep. Because it's just it's a struggle. It was that one. Unlike beer, it was that one. It was a so it's called Big Money Stout, and I can't remember the brewery. I want to say it's I don't think it's Decadent or I can't remember. Um, yeah, so the apparently they make it somehow with some beer mixed into the brew during the brewing process. The thing that, that threw me off was when you said that they actually put money into it too. Yes, we never looked it up, but that's I think that's what said on the can. Legend too. has it. Legend has it. Yeah. yeah. Um, legend has it. It's not quite a legend. It's kind of true. The Krampus goes down. It is a rough stout, so it's a very dark stout. It it was. I, if I remember correctly, I wanted to immediately hurl, and, and not like in a in a. It's disgusting. I mean, it wasn't great, but like my body was like, this is not supposed to be in there. No, and, well, probably because it was money. And it doesn't help that it was it was probably a fourteen percent beer. Evil twin. Like it's it an evil not, twin I brewing, by the way. I feel like it was even higher than that. I really got to say, I for some reason. Remember, oh, so I'm not to those cut you off. Seventeen or something like that. I decided to go ahead and look it up on um, Beer Advocate website, mm-hmm. which does all the information on the beers. So, Evil Twin is the brewer of this one. Mm-hmm. It is big ass, big ass money stout. Big ass money stout. Okay. And it's seventeen point two percent. That's what I thought. I yes. thought it was seventeen something. Is an American Imperial Stout, New York. Um, and so it's actually made with money and pizzas. That's gross. That's, it's, yeah. That's because so the gross. can actually has dollar bills who, and pizza slices. Yeah, I remember that. But who, who, like, how high do you gotta be to where you're just sitting in your room and you're like, you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> I got all these dollars. <laughs> I just got my income tax return. <laughs> you know what I didn't taste in the beer? Uh, pizza for sure. No, no pizza taste. Zero pizza. <laughs> Filthy um, money. Maybe. Probably. I haven't had filthy money in my mouth. There's definitely a stripper <laughs> ass crack dollar bill in there somewhere for sure. Um, yeah. Some people like that though. Some do. It's actually a sought after uh, beer, and I think I saw it there last week when I was at the store. It's like a, I would try it again. It's like a thirteen dollar no, beer. Why? You know you don't like it. Why would well, you try kinda, it again? Because that's the fun of this is that you just mm-hmm. I don't really remember. I do remember not liking it. I don't really remember what it tastes like. So when you split Pizza it, and there you go. Okay, I believe it was roughly around thirteen dollars for a can. Damn, that's the other punishing thing too. Is that it's like really expensive, and you're just, they're just like fuck you. I'm gonna take your money, and I'm gonna give you something that doesn't taste good. Also, yeah, and like typically the cans, the tall cans are a little bit more, especially depending on the beer you get. But I mean, well, this is nothing this, more that's like five dollars a can, which this, to me is. But, Within this, budget. And this is all a gimmick thing. This is all just you're trying something new. Supporting the local people. Exactly. Right. So it's a it's a, a lifestyle or whatever. Whatever I call it. I don't know. Alright, so Shall the first we? one I'm gonna try is yes. the I I'm, I really dig the label. It's got a lumberjack on it. Yeah. Funky Buddha French toast. I don't think it's actually got a lumberjack. I think it's just got a hipster on it's it. It's got Nathan Shaw <laughs> on the front of this beer. That's who I need to, I need to take a picture of that bottle and send it to him. So, Funky Buddha Brewing, and it is a uh, French Toast Double Brown Ale. Yes. 8.8% alcohol or ABV. Alcohol by volume. 
Did this, any of these have the perfect chill temperature thing on the back? I don't think so. I was really interested in that. In that uh, this does not. The wit. Uh, this does say it's an ale with cinnamon, maple syrup, and natural flavors. I can't believe I'm going to drink a French toast IPA. What's it? Uh, maple syrup or what else? I'm sorry. Uh, cinnamon, maple syrup, and other natural flavors. All right. So, all right. Go. Let's Wait, no, hold on, because you guys have touched every single thing I'm drinking out of, so I just want to make sure that I properly touch all your flavors. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh. There it is. Cheers. Cheers. Bottoms up. Cheers. Okay. Your face was uh, not. I don't get a French toast. I get coffee. So I get French toast out of it. I taste maple syrup. I get a heavy maple syrup. Mm-hmm. So if you smell it, because that's just how I start, smell it and then. The back of my throat gets a large maple syrup flavor. My, the back yeah, of my okay. throat doesn't get anything, which I like, because I prefer a beer that does not have an aftertaste. Um, I find that. You don't think this does? Mm-mm. I do. I think it goes down really smooth. I, but I like French toast. I would eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I think that. I think if I drank, if I was all I was given, I think this would end up on someone's bathroom floor. Well, yeah, it's really sweet. You're not a fan. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. Well, so why? Because of the flavor? Because of the, the it's, there's, a, of there's like this aftertaste I'm getting from. It. Maybe it's a type really? of beer. Yeah. There's like something I'm getting from it in the back end. It's not. It's not the like. There's the the sweetness of it and the kind of coffeeish French toastiness. I get all that, but then there's something at the very end where I'm like, is it bitter? I don't know. I can't. I can't really put my finger I think on it. This is the kind of beer I would have with breakfast with like cakes and eggs. I could, maybe I could do one, maybe, maybe two. Maybe I could do that. I, I could, I could do a lot of them. I like, I like sweet. You like that? I like sugar. I could eat spoonfuls of sugar. This is. I, so I, I think, on the fairness of doing this, we should then kind of give it a score. Okay. So I would say okay, one, one through five, one through ten. Oh, okay. Right. Keep it broad. Um, yeah. Let's go take turns. All right. You I'll start. go first. <laughs> well, it, no, I'll go first. Um, I'll give it one more try, real quick. Hold on. <laughs> so that that one didn't. Maybe it's just the first. Because that's kind of how it was with the wit too. Is like once I had a few more sips, I was like, all right, I'm getting it. I so. Oh, no, no, I was going to say, I would easily give this a 7 because I love the way it tastes, but I think the sugar content is so high, it'll give me heartburn or a headache. And then I'll be miserable. So, what are you sticking to? Then? What's your... 7? 7. 7. 7. If you're going by taste alone, 7. No, the combination of both. Oh, just... really? Oh, so if you... So what, yeah, so if... If you it, didn't feel that way, you'd be giving this like a 9 or a 10? Yeah, I really like it. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Um, for me, so I'm kind of classifying in the brown ale category, but so I'm going to give it a seven two. Reason being is because I do like it a lot, um, and I think it's very difficult to actually have a beer taste like you're trying to make it taste. And to me, this tastes like French toast, mm-hmm. and they do it well. So I think yeah, it's seven two being uh, it tastes good and. There's still room for improvement, but it's a good one. So. I just, I'm not getting the maple to French toast, man. I, I don't know. You gotta fix your tongue, then, because everyone else is getting it. 
Fix it. Fix your tongue. Yeah. Get up out of so your tongue. So good. Give it. This is your opinion. It's you know. <sighs> it's your opinion. Who it could be? What's that? You you remember talking to Tom a few weeks ago about how some people when they use um. The, the shit that I use in salsa. The little the, the little plant we have to buy. The, um, the little cilantro. what? When I make salsa, I'm trying to think of cilantro. Name. Cilantro. I couldn't think okay, of Okay, yeah. You know, That's not people. It tastes like soap. There's, the, the, there's something that some people have where it's like... It's like a gene. Yeah. I'm not saying I have a gene that makes me not taste maple syrup, but... <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like, like I, like, like, no, but like sometimes you drink, you, like you try something, you're like, that is clearly, I get it. Even if you don't, if even if you're not into it, you're like, yeah. I get a little, I get nothing. See, it's just for a me, heavy, it's just before, a heavy dark. Before I even tasted it, I smell maple syrup. I kind of smell no, it a little bit. This but I, makes me wonder if when we go home, if I should get you a shot of maple syrup and see if you taste super anything, super style, or if it's just like no, a glass of water. You know? <laughs> I don't know what it is. So it's, go ahead, get, give yeah, your I'm honest not, opinion and score. For you, my, you're the first one to finish it, by the way. I just want to say well, that because I wanted to. <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to get something out you're of it. You're begging you know, it to you know taste what? like maple. I gotta give it like a like a three. I'm going to, I mean, because I, okay. I, I was going to go with, like, I'll, here's what I'll say. I'm going to say it's a five, and here's, here's why. You can't. No, no, no. Here's, no you can't change. Because I'm 90% sure it's me. That okay. doesn't mean anything. It's your score. Yeah, I get that. But I'm just saying, like, there's, I just, there's just half a chance that me, for some reason. Aftertaste. See, that I got. The aftertaste I got, it's almost like a metally something there. I, that yeah, I got. I just took a really like a not like a sip like a gulp and I got an aftertaste so maybe I was just taking smaller sips than you guys maybe on my know. initial tasting and that's why I didn't get one yeah I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a three I got it I was gonna say that's what, my I question have. was gonna be what made you jump from three to five but well, I think because I, I was gonna I was gonna say if it might just be me that for whatever reason I'm not getting that flavor me personally and I'll lay this out there I watch a lot of pizza reviews Okay. <laughs> okay. Barstool Sports. Okay. The pizza. You know, have you ever seen it? I, I've heard uh, of it. Uh, okay. I've never heard of it, nor did I know that uh, pizza reviews were a thing Correct. At all. So Dave Portnoy, I think that's how you say his last name, Portnoy, Portnoy, um, the, the owner, founder of Barstool Sports, which is a huge online sports, I don't know what you call it, uh, company, right. whatever. Um, anyway, one of his side gigs is he tries pizza in New York, usually, or for around the area he's in, uh, every day. He's mm-hmm. done it for the past, like, 450 days. Yeah. So he scores it. And um, one of his rules is, like, you say a score, you can't change that's it. That's You score. stick to it. Because in your gut, that's why you chose that score. Right. Initially. Right? You have to go with your gut. So I think that's what I was going to say. Why would you go Doesn't three he, to five? Isn't he the guy that he, he has, like, owners come up to him sometimes mm-hmm. and, like, try to kick him out and shit like that, right? Um, he got kicked out of the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. There is... But he's... But ironically, he's, like, close with David Kraft, who is the owner of the Patriots. Oh. Because he's from Boston. Right? There's, um... Moses, my lead singer. He was trying to tell me about this guy that does kind of a similar thing, it seems like, and he's a same thing. He's a reveal. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that there'd be two popular pizza review guys, but who knows? Mm-hmm. But this guy. I don't know. Sean watches lots of them. That means there's options. I have the app on my phone too. <laughs> pizza this, review app. This guy in particular, he goes into places and like, um, because his YouTube channel is so popular, all that kind of stuff. He goes in there and he'll start. He'll do his reviews and all that. And he's got the camera crew with him, whatever. And I guess there was this one where Eric was sending me uh, sent me the video, and he just he gets. 
kind of. Oh, you meant owners now. of the pizza places. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think it's sports owners, which no, is no. why I said that. Yeah, he has owners all the time. Yeah, they're like, what are you doing? And yeah, yeah. like, there's people like in the yeah. restaurant that recognize him. They're like, yep. no, 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 he's he's that's him. That's him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, this guy, this guy yeah. literally like the, the video that Moses sent me was like he took a pizza and it was between how the owners handled him and the pizza he didn't like it. He like launched it across the street or something like that. He just like just started throwing it all over it. the street yeah. in New York or something like that. Yeah. So, but he does the scoring like that too. Like so, he you have to stick to your guns. Yeah. And he like the highest I think he's ever given was like a nine point one. And he rarely goes anything above like eight and a half because it's he says it's the figure skating model, right? Figure skating judges never give tens because what happens if the next time you judge someone's actually better? You can't go up, right? You hit a ten, right? Yeah, it's fair. So you should never really give a ten because there's always room for improvement. That's hmm. what he says. Anyway, we just went off on a huge tangent. That's the beauty of this, man. It is. Um, Okay, so... So, okay, be, everyone scored, right? So we have a 7, a 7, 2, and a 3. A 3. Yep. Uh, our next, Rebecca, would you do the honors? It is Black... Oh, wait, Southern Tier Brewing Companies, Samoa This. I'm going to straight up say, I've said it a handful of times, it smells like a Girl Scout cookie. I'm really excited to try this one. So that means you're going to like it for the first two sips and then let it go stale for the next year? I still... I still eat them. That's gross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll remember that next time Easter rolls around, you let peeps out for like a fucking year. I like stale peeps, yeah, and well, they are different than Samoas. Maybe I and like stale Samoas. That's gross. You got no <laughs> dog in this race. Nope. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, so, all right. Okay, well, there's one no. It's too salty. It's got... I don't understand that review. Ale brewed with pink Himalayan sea salt, natural chocolate, coconut, and caramel flavors added. It uh, it tastes too much like salt to me. Uh, what kind is it? It's an imperial style. This is the 11% one. Yeah. You don't taste any salt? That's the first thing that hits me, is salt. I like that. You like I it? I think I know what you're saying. But I think it's it's teetering on coconut. It's got a coconut aftertaste. That's probably why the salt's in there. That's what I'm saying. I think they it's similar. But I mean, it's made with pink Himalayan sea salt, and that's all I there taste on the first sip. There you go. That's that's definitely it. Yeah. And then I taste coconut after after, but so let me it's ask only you. a hint of it. Let me ask you a question. Now that you've had a sip or two, does it taste like the cookie? Um. Smell like the cookie. I was gonna say it definitely smells like a cookie. Uh, it, no, it's not like you're eating a Samoa, but it's definitely. Uh... See, I always feel like with these sorts of beers, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to sort of appreciate them like you would a wine, especially reds, darks, dark reds, where you're supposed to breathe as you're kind of you know the aerate a little bit and all that kind of stuff. I think that with this beer, if, if we were not doing a flight, if we were doing like. You know, one of these style of glasses, or even a, even a pint, and you can let the air kind of get to a little more. I think maybe you would get a little more of that cookie taste. But either way, I like it. I like so, it. I don't taste the mellow cookie. I'll, I'll just so kick it off. Give, give us the score since you went last last time. 
If I breathe, actually, yeah, you gotta tell you, it's sweet. When I, if I breathe as I'm drinking, I got a sweet taste to it. I'm gonna give that a seven. I like the figure skating, uh, the rule book. I'm not gonna give it a ten. It's a seven. Going with a seven. It's a solid seven. Could be more. It could be more cookie like. More cookie like. Gotcha. But it's definitely good. I definitely like it. Rebecca. Um, you hated it, it sounded like. Well, no, the first sip, I'm going to give it a three. And this is why the first Swapping. sip, the saltiness startled me. I wasn't expecting it. The second sip, it reminded me of these coconut chocolate bars that people have made for me in the past that are tasty, but still saltier than that. Uh, I don't think I could finish it. Don't like it. sea salt kind of chocolate? Yeah, it's like, like chocolate, like chocolate bars that have um, coconut flakes on top, and they're just like a little salty. Someone used to make them when we worked at Lowe's. Okay. I think one day Tannis used to make them, and there were these girls in high school that used to make them and bring them in all the time. Um, and those were really good. This is a little saltier than that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I can finish it. It makes me feel a little nauseous. So I'm I guess that's a, that's a good point. Uh, one of the questions should be, could you finish an entire one by yourself? One. But that's because it's also very heavy. So let's backtrack to the first one. You didn't like it too much, the French toast one. So you could you finish one, like, willingly? Not if I was... You wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. I can tell you that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. You would. I could. It would take me a while, though, because it's a heavy beer, but flavor-wise, I could finish many. I could, and I think you're right, because I think it could pair with food well. Mm-hmm. Like breakfast, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This one, uh, you could, you said. Mm Mm-mm. No, I I could. I didn't even want to finish the third of it I had. Could you? I could finish a bottle of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I have a second. Yeah, maybe we have a second. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that would all come down to like it's a pretty heavy beer. Like that's really what it would come down to with that. I think that kind of bumps it up, like whether it's above or below the halfway mark or five, right? Yeah, could you have more than one? That's a good. That's a really good call on that. Yeah, I I could have. I could have more than one of these. So I was thinking about this, and uh, my gut is telling me like a six three. Okay, six three. Um, I think I could definitely have one for sure. Um, it'd be more like a dessert beer for me. Yeah, well, they actually, on the front of the bottle, they flat yeah, out say it that it is a dessert beer. Oh, yeah. It says Imperial Stout, it's a sweet. dessert beer. Perfect, yeah. So I could do one for sure. Um, but as I was, so like, my first initial taste, way different than, like, my third or fourth. Right. Mm-hmm. First one was way sweet and salty. Mm-hmm. But as I'm drinking it, it's actually nice. It's a little bit more like the cookie. Yeah. I don't get the cookie at all, and I like the cookies. It's the more I definitely would say that the more I, like I'm just about done with right now. I'm getting less and less beer flavor, like that, and more. It kind of just tastes, yeah, it, it, it tastes. Like it gets smoother. But is yeah. it because yeah. you're becoming kind of numb to the like undertones in it? Like if I am drinking, if but, isn't I've been, kind of, but isn't that kind of the point? If I've been drinking all day and someone hands me a glass oh, of dry yeah, red wine, by the end of the day, I'm going to be into that just because I'm drunk. If I was drinking all day and someone handed me that, I'd be done for the day, probably. Oh, that would knock me out of my ass. I'd be done. But 
No, this, um, and here's, here's an important thing too. This is four ounces. Yeah. Right? That's 12. Right. So if, if by the time you're done with four ounces, you're like, I taste the cookie. Yeah, you, the whole thing. The whole thing's going to absolutely, yeah. by the time you're two, three sips in. And I think what's important here is probably temperature. Oh, sure. Well, like that's, this has to be a good, cool, crisp, cold yes. type temperature. I found this the case. I, I know I know that's kind of like the opposite of, of what a lot of people tend to say, which is that, you know, beers are supposed to be like at a room temperature when they're, when they're the thicker, syrupy ones. That's gross. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't agree. I something like this would have to be not ice, ice cold, but definitely chill. You know. Well, even a cookie like that, I'd rather put in the fridge. Yeah, I understand that. I it does chocolate. kind of taste like a cold Simone cookie. It does. Simone. The more, cookie. the more I call I drink it Simone, it. but it's a Simone. Simone. Dwayne the Rock Johnson Ooh. cookie. Hey, he's black too. He is. He's a tweener. <laughs> so what's up? What do we got next? So we have uh, the second French toast, right? Yeah, Winter it's spice. the decadent interspiced French toast, which is an IPA. So I'm going to go into it knowing that I'm probably right. not going to like it. Well, there's, but a I'm gonna... there's a chance it might not be if they've done... There's hope. Like, Donnie the other day had that, that Polish IPA, and he said that it did not taste piney, so there's a chance. Oh, it doesn't even smell like the other one. Like, even a little... Does it smell like an IPA? Yeah. It smells like an IPA. Let's go. Well, cheers. Shall we? It smells like a foot. It smells like a foot. I really like the can. I like the little yeah, I mean, the can's guy. cool. I gotta cleanse my palate before I do this. That's not bad. That doesn't taste like an IPA. No, it tastes like winter. Which is probably why they call it winter spiced French toast, because it doesn't taste like winter. I will say I still don't taste French toast with this one, but I like this a lot better than... Well, apparently you don't taste maple syrup. At least fake maple syrup, <laughs> I don't. No, the funky Buddha was made with real maple syrup. Whatever. I don't know about <clears throat> this one. It doesn't brag about it. No, this one was made with... Oh, yeah, this one was made with maple syrup, too. Spiced double India pale ale. There's shit floating in it. With maple syrup, <laughs> allspice, and Madagascar yeah. vanilla sediments added. Yeah. Hey, I'm reading the ingredients. I'm and I think I know why it tastes like winter. It's because of the allspice. So it's kind of got this, like, pumpkin spice thing going on. It's more complex than just cinnamon, because it's allspice. Uh... uh Less maple, more spice. Yeah. And it doesn't taste like something nasty. I'm I don't belong yet. on this jury because as a princess from Tatooine, <laughs> I'm just above it. This, okay, this just shut up. It's complex. It is okay. complex. <laughs> you ever watched Rock? A long time ago. Yeah. Don't make fun of me. I want to go to there. I want to go to there. <laughs> I want to go to there. <laughs> So there's a couple of interesting things we can talk about here, right? So not only are we rating the beer itself, but also comparing it to another French toast beer that we had. This is way Not better. just the French toast beer, though, but the two different types of beers. Yeah. One's a brown ale, one's an IPA. Yeah. Because this is way different. I did not expect this flavor from, from an IPA. For, I, again, I don't I don't taste the French toast like I had mentioned, but I I could drink a whole one of these. I was going to say, I can tell from right now you are a fan. Uh, uh, yeah. 
I could drink a pound over this, without a doubt. It might only be the one. I could drink one. So it's over the five, for sure. For you. It might even be an eight. This might be in the eight to nine range. So, I'm going to give it a solid eight and a half. Sure, eight five, five, huh? Eight five. I'm going to give it a solid eight and a half. Yeah. Up Chuck over here is drinking it way faster than I am. Hmm. <laughs> You feel it? No, I do like it. So for an IPA, I I always call this like a mild IPA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not very hoppy. It's not very bitter. Um, I don't get a whole lot of French toastness, though. No. I get sweet. I get uh, a little bit of spice. Um, again, I can drink one as a dessert beer. So I'm going to put this at a... You could finish one. Huh? You could finish it. Um, Like as a dessert beer, yes. I could not continue probably after that because it's just sweeter. It's too sweet for me a little bit. Um, what if this came out with like a stack of pancakes and some bacon? If I had to choose between the two, I'd probably pick the first one. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just think that pairs better with food in my mind. Hmm. Um... I'm going to give this a 6-1. Still over 5. It's over 5. To me, it's average. What did you mark it at? I haven't yet. You haven't yet? Okay. I would mark it at a a 5.5. Really? I could drink a whole one. Now, where Sean was saying that he thought the first one paired better with food... To me, the first one was really sweet, so I would pair it with a more mild food. Like, because it's a breakfast-flavored beer, to me, I think of what I drink it with breakfast. So what would you eat So what the would you first eat one, because this one is so sweet, I would pair it with something more mild, like um, eggs and hash browns and toast, to kind of counteract that. Whereas... The second one, I would pair with French toast or pancakes because it is a little more bitter. Um, So a little bit of actual syrup to kind of counteract all the spices. Um, But I don't like it as much as the first one. You don't, so you're on the same page as me. Yeah. Uh, so I I would say that's a five five. I'm not really into IPAs, but that's the first IPA I've ever like swallowed and been like, all right, I'll take another sip. Yeah, it's very mild. So I don't so. like IPAs. That's like to me borderline between IPA and like an ale. It's I, very close. To me, IPAs kind of taste like chewing on a branch. So that doesn't taste like chewing on a branch. It do. tastes like chewing on a branch and having some allspice too. I, I definitely, I get the, <laughs> I, get the <laughs> I get the most mild possible IPA taste from it ever. Like I'm only just now having finished mine and like a sitting here a few, for a few minutes without, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of get that aftertaste of like just having an IPA, but it's not, it doesn't hit you right away. That's because for sure. I hate IPAs, I definitely taste it in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, you know how I talk about mustard being one of those things that if someone made, like, a whole plate of deviled eggs and they added, like, a quarter teaspoon of mustard to all the yolks, I would still taste it. Mm. 
it's kind of that way with the IPA. Like, I can taste it. I know it's there. Yeah. Hmm. I almost want to run an experiment on you and just, like, give you a beer that I tell you is an IPA when it's not to see if it's more like a... Well, I I can read you, so I'll know if you're lying. What if I did it? Ah. You guys make the same faces, so I'm pretty sure you're making one of his faces right now. What if we had Keely tell you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> eh? what? That's good. Keely, you That's mean good. the world's worst liar? Shh. <laughs> the world heard that. No, I mean it. I don't know that she laughs too much. Just with you. She lies to everybody else with a straight face. I don't know. But to me, she laughs too much. I know all the tells. because I was a huge liar when I was a kid. So I always know when someone's lying. Because I was a liar. Being a liar is bad. I well, of course being a liar is bad. That's why I'm not a liar anymore. I was also a really bad liar, and I got caught all the time. So I know what bad liars do. Porter, you liar? You lie, Porter? He's lying. He's lying right now. He's lying now. Lying now. I was going to say that... Uh... No one cares what you were going to Damn it. All right. The scenario where you were straight, what were you about to say? Oh, Jesus, I had to bring it up. <laughs> I was going to say back to the beer review, which is what we're doing. Would you like this beer if you were straight? Um, yes. Would you like it more or less? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, damn it, what was I going to say now? Thanks. Uh, oh, the first one, French toast one. Uh-huh. I picture myself pairing that with food. Yes, what kind of food? Did you just say kind of food? What kind of food? Oh, I thought I asked you what kind of food you picture yourself drinking this with, right? Uh, or eating this with? I would say pancakes and butter without the syrup. Oh, you you really tasted that much? Yes. Man, I don't taste it at all. And I see, got, I wouldn't I'm give just, it anything sweet at all. So that's that what I'm saying. Yeah. Pancakes and syrup, which is more of a bland, but you got the buttery, you know, butterness. Yeah. The, without the sweet of the syrup, there it is. The buttery butter. Can butters. you say butter again? The buttery butterness. <laughs> There's so much butter. <laughs> Sean would have funky Buddha with a with a side of melted butter. Sean, what tell you what? <laughs> Sean, what do you want? I want to have me some. Butter? Some Buddha, Buddha bear. It's a uh, some delicious Buddha butter. With some butter, funky Buddha bear. Where's that butter on that delicious pancake? <laughs> Get out of my house, all of you. That for breakfast. No, baby. Oh, baby, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. America, you don't like it? Get the hell out. <laughs> but, well, oh my God, my favorite line from King of the Hell. But that, what happens if they don't want anything? No, what if they ask for it? Well done. Yeah, what if they ask for it? Well done. We firmly, yet politely, ask them to leave. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're saying is, you would pair the first one with butter, and what would you? No, 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 pancakes (laughs) and butter. So you would pair. You just said pancakes are bland, which means to me. The point being, no butter and baby back (laughs) ribs. Bros, barbecue, 
<laughs> What's your favorite barbecue sauce? Burrows, barbecue. The reason I would pair this one, the decadent one, with pancakes is because it would get rid of that IPA flavor for me. Like that aftertaste, I would use it to wash it down like a chaser. Like I like the... I like the to me, flavors, but okay. I can taste the IPA, so it's I like would a, need that pancake yeah. chaser. I really want pancakes now. Oh, we'll have some for tomorrow. We just bought a waffle iron. Oh, I have that too. Yeah. Love it. Okay, so Square. we used to have yeah, a round... We're off track. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, we used to have a round waffle iron. That's what I have. Okay, and we flipped it too many times, and then all the wires were exposed, and then it didn't want to uh, stay put anymore, and that. it just kept spinning. Hmm? I remember when you bought that. That was a wedding right? gift. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I think, well, I remember when you got it. It just kept spinning. Yeah, it, was the, it was the wedding. Yeah. Do you remember? Were you there? You were, were you there, right? We I'm just, just you weren't. I remember you talking about it. You weren't about the it. guy complaining about your pants, so well, we don't remember if you were there. <laughs> Tight pants. Uh, <laughs> well, mine still works, so how's that? There you go. Oh, well, we spun ours too hard. Mine doesn't spin. <laughs> we aggressively spun ours. Mine's not a spinner. <laughs> Did you flip it yet? Kids <laughs> <laughs> across the room. Yeah, they're flipped. <laughs> so we needed a new one. I mean, it's no waffle sticks like we had Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> they only took an hour to make. I love mine. Use all the time. Huh? We're gonna use all, ours all the time. Though. Yeah. We no. got the square ones though because we. Uh, I like waffles and ice cream. Yeah. They, when you go to Knoebels and you get a, as you're saying, they do the waffles with the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair, oh, too, but we're not going to the shape. fair. The we're not going to the West End we're Fair. We're not going to the West End Fair. Fuck the West End Fair. It made Abby cry, Sean. This is Sean. podcast. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, I'm a very... No, you're okay. I'm a you very, very agenda-driven guy. Yeah, we're not agenda people well, imagine, that from, imagine that from a room. Who who thought? No. But I just want to say, we're not going to the West End Fair because it makes Abby cry. They only sell cotton candy at candy apple stands, and candy apples are made with peanuts. Uh, well, so we have cotton candy for tomorrow. There's cotton candy tomorrow? Yeah, she's like, going to lose it's her the mind. Bad cotton candy, but it's it still doesn't cotton matter. Candy. She's going to lose her mind. Snow cone loves. machine, popcorn machine, and cotton Yeah, you candy. are definitely never doing this and there's again. there's no peanuts in the popcorn. I made sure of that. The Cracker Jacks, though, that was a thing. But right? that's in the box, and that's on the way out. Okay. Okay. That's the only thing. But there's animal cracker boxes next to it that she can. She'll like that. She likes animal. There you go. Out of everything. So what? Okay, so this is the key lime. It's the last one. Geese. Geese style. Goes. Goes. No goose. There is no one o. Goose. Goes. Ryan Gosling. It's pronounced goes. 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 No goes. G O E S. Like goes. Hey. Like Sean uh, Federico, what kind of beer you want? Hey, I'm making girls. My thoughts are smelling so nice. They smell exactly like a ghost. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> How goes it? How goes it? <laughs> Oh, ah, there it goes. There it goes. Right up my nose goes. Hey, I just realized something.
something four years in. How come you told everybody who Sean is? And you didn't tell anybody who I am. You were like, oh, this is my brother Sean. Let's Ooh, drink the first good beer. Point. Oh, that's oh, a good point. Well, this is Rebecca. Whatever. <laughs> this is why people don't like you. There's going to be an intro. No, this is why people don't like you. They don't like you. They hate you. Don't ruin my goose. <laughs> No, there's this. I did a very brief intro to this no. podcast. There will be a proper. No, don't lie. You're and, fixing it now. I can't fix it now. No, I mean like you're saying like oh there was gonna be. There was always gonna be. Don't, don't backpedal. I'm not, I'm front pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> Just admit that you hate me. No, you wish I, I would was never Sean. admit that. And that's Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my lovely wife. I'm I'm a peach to be around. <laughs> you are. Oh, here he goes. Hey, can you tell people how great I am? It goes. What's that? Tell people how great I am. You are great. Sound <laughs> like you mean it. I really mean it. <laughs> Shall we? I don't want to anymore. <laughs> Okay. No, I will. The goes. Okay. All right. Can I see that? Can't. No, no, I can't, I can't touch it. I feel it. like there's a Ghostbusters. What? What? Do you just do? You, what? Just do you want to sneeze on it too? No, I want to read it. Because yeah, we read it. It says goes. We get it. You can read. Oh. You <laughs> so. uh... <laughs> Give me my Stop hand just back. Look at it. No, you're being a pain in the ass. Okay, there's really nothing on If you so. were straight, would you have taken If I'm going hand? based on smell alone, yes. I hate this. If I'm going just off of smell. Oh, I do see what you oh, mean. Oh, no. Mm. I, I, do, what, I see what, what you mean. I can smell Wait. similar to this. What I just mean? found out something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wish I, know. I can't taste the difference between sour and salty. Okay. I just found that out because I sipped it and I thought it was salty and then I swallowed it and I realized it was really sour. And I love it. See, there you go. So you will like this. I like it a lot. I love sour things. Charlie does I, not. No, no, this this is easier than than the wet. This is easier than what the fuck. Did I say fuck? No, you. I did say you fuck. Said, you said it fuck. is so. So it's not as wits. It's not as wits harsh. are definitely like super. Puckery sour. Yeah, yeah. Compared to Goes. Goes is still sour, but Wait, I, I don't know the actual like difference brewing wise and what ingredients, but I, I feel like it's rind. So here's a question. Goes style mean sour ale? Yeah, you, is that yes. like a thing? Yes, it is. Yeah. If I had known that, I would have Same been prepared. Wits. Same with wits, usually. Um, um I, I, well, my question was going to be do you taste key lime? I don't taste key lime. I taste key lime. Let me try it again, but I don't, I don't think it. Stop making that face every time you drink it. No. It's tart. It's not. I'm not a tart person. But I, I don't taste, taste key lime, but I eat uh, key lime Greek yogurt every day for lunch. So like, you're kind of more immune to it. Yeah. I taste lime. I definitely taste the citrus, but I don't think I don't taste the key lime. I taste. Key lime. To me, key lime is a little bit. It's lime, but it's mild. It's not like well, so I'm thinking like key lime pie. All right. It's really the only thing you eat key limes with. No, the yogurt that she gets. Well, yeah, yogurt, I yeah, do. Yeah, I yeah. eat Chobani key lime. Is it like a key or lime Or Chobani raspberry lemonade yogurt every single day for lunch. That's my um, whole lunch. I'm trying, I, I'm trying to make the yeah, distinction yogurt. between I have to work just really a hard at being regular <laughs> sour goes beer and 
Keylon, and I can't really. I think it's too too similar. Yeah, I, I like I said, I like it better than the wit. The wit, I wouldn't have a, a. I wouldn't want to have a full one. Could you drink a whole one of those of this? If I'm being polite. So no. So no. Yeah. No, it's not my. It's not so my. So it's under a five for you. Yeah, I think I'll give it a four and a half because I wouldn't necessarily turn it away. Can I trade with you? I want to see 4. for a second 9. if I like it we better. We have this one a four point nine because, because yeah, because like if given the right environment, like if you gave hand me one of these with my hair, I'd finish it. You know. Oh, that changes my score completely. Well, it's true. She's drinking out of a can, which that is, yeah does add point. to it. So what do you got? Um, well, now that I don't taste the can anymore, if this were my first beer, I'd drink the whole thing. Okay. But now I feel kind of full, so it's hard for me to tell if but I if, would ever let's finish just say, anything. Let's just say first beer. What would you give it? I would say that this is like, for me... Like the Sour Patch Kids of beer. And I love Sour Patch Kids. So? I eat four servings of Sour Patch Kids on the way here. Mm-hmm. So the answer is 9.2. That is a tall, tall look. Wow. Well, I freaking love sour things. You clearly. The other day, we had a little bit of a warhead competition for like who could eat them the best. And Abby had tears coming out of her eyes and Charlie was making a puckery face and I was like because I didn't love them so, I eat so lemons. now you know both of you that that's the way to go for you yeah I eat lemons so this is like fine so you need to go for sour goes I like with, raspberries with I like lemons <laughs> I like tart things there you go you, if you a strawberry gets too ripe I, I throw it out so you just you just Found the Super Bowl of your beers, pretty much. Yeah. There you go. That's it great. tastes like a glass of vinegar, and that's fine by me. That was good until you told me that. Then, then. <laughs> what you, what's your number? I'm thinking about this right now. Hmm. Mm. It came really hard. So, uh, well, what I'm doing, because, let me be honest, I drink a lot of weird beers, right? So, um, me, personally, I'm trying to, like, score these in different classes. Right. So, I'm, like, I'm trying to compare these to other goes-type beers that I've had. Right. Not compared to the ones we've had so far today. Because they're all so different. Right. Um, so, in, in line with, like, a goes beer, I actually like this because a lot of them I have are too sour. Way too puckery, right? This one is more mild sour, which I could drink probably at least one, maybe even more if I wanted to. I would say this is in the goes category. Seven five. Seven five. Yeah, that's pretty good. It is really good. That's you know, that's been more or less. Uh, I think that's been like our gold standard. Yeah, I'd say that's Rockefeller over here with a nine point two. Well, I once ate so many warheads, all the skin started peeling off my tongue. So. so her palate is wiped out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally, my palate peeled off. Because there's, for me, there's just no way I can compare this to that. Well, you're not really doing. That's not really the point. It's like, They're like you, you gave the very, like I'll say it again. You have the the bar is set at. Could you finish a whole one? That's your five. 
Here's how I look at it. Can you finish it? That's your five. Can you finish it and expect another one? That's your seven. Seven and a half, we'll say it. And if you're asking for more after that, that's when you get to your 9.2s and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, I think that's Well, kind of, and I think that's true because I just said I could definitely drink one and maybe more if I really want. Like if we would have had anything here that was like a, a two or less, that's the one where I don't care how much I love you. Oh, yeah. I don't want this shit. What would you well, put that big-ass money stuff? Well, that's how I felt about the Samoa this. Big-ass money stuff. You know, here's, here's, it's been a while. You know what's tough about that? It's like I really like drinking fucked-up beers with you. <laughs> so that's really tough because I would definitely drink it again now. Because we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. That would be my reason. It wouldn't be because of the beer. If, if, someone someone, came, if you were just a normal day and we're kind of, you're like, oh, no, I I was, if it was like somebody came to work and was like, hey, I got this, I'd be like, I ain't fucking touching that shit. Right. So yeah. that was a two for you. If not less. Yes. Yeah. Because you would not touch it. Not on my own accord. I would I would refuse it. You were about the, you're probably the only person that would get me to drink it. Well, and I've had it twice now because you're not the first person I drank that. Yeah, no. I. Mm-mm. It won't be in my house unless you put it there. I'll put it to you like that. But if I put it there? Oh, that's different. I like it. But I only drink beer like once a month. Is it like a prerequisite to be a Johnston beer drinker that you have to have like a drawer full of Mad Elf? Because I definitely have Mad Elf in my fridge. Do you? That was actually a Christmas gift from the people. It was a, I bought it for his birthday and then I drank one and I was trashed. Yes. They hit you. Um. I was I, 14? falling over. It's up there. It's 11 or something. Or 14. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 14. I'm not a huge fan. Really? Well, I don't really like how it tastes, but it I don't really. No, up. I like how it tastes, I and don't. I was a mess. I love Trogue's Brewery, and if you ever get to the area in Hershey, yeah, I totally recommend going because it's great. I've been there multiple times. They opened. Um, they opened a place um, in Dansbury Depot. Really? Across, across the tracks, I called nice. um, derailed. Oh, nice. It used to be Strunkies. And um, they I didn't get to try it, but they had a Trogues um, Nimble Giant. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I think so. And uh, had, we, had we hung out a little longer, I was, was going to try that. That would look The like brewery it was... itself is huge. It's right at the entrance of Hershey Park. Oh, okay. And um, food there is phenomenal. Really? Well, you can, get, you can do a tour, brew tour. I don't think it costs anything. And then you get like... A full beer and a pint glass to take home. Paul told me that about Weyerbacher, too. Most go, pe- most do. Like Even the, New Realm here. Like you the do food a tour. and all that? Yeah. But, uh, well, the, the tours and all that, but the food, like a Weyerbacher, he said, was, was fantastic. Yeah, and even this, they just opened their restaurant here. And Did they? It's good. Uh, but uh, Trogues, yeah, it's more cafeteria style. Like, you order, you pick it up, and you put sure. it back to the table. But, man, we I went there one time with grilled cheese and tomato soup in the wintertime they yeah. had. <sighs> really? Amazing. Was it a three cheese, like yeah, three cheese and all kinds of crazy yeah, 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 gourmet type things? But that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good. I want a grilled cheese. I don't like bread. Sorry, is it bread? Of course, you don't have bread. Oh, it's a dishwasher. Um, what was I going to say before that? Who doesn't have bread? Health nuts. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? No lack of bread. Anyway, whatever. Who cares, Sean? Were you so, going to say it if you were straight? Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say yes to everything with it. Yes. So, so we did a review. We did the review. So of all the four, so we gave our enemy, what is our, we know what your favorite is. You're, yeah. Yours is the goes. Yes, I'm a goes kind of gal that now. sounds so snooty. Yes. So fucking snooty, you know? 
I drink goose beer. Now. I drink goose beer. That's the way he goes. That's the way she goes. You know what they say? Goes to the nose. Easy come, easy goes. So this is Miss Nine Point Two over here. Nine Point Two. What's your What's your favorite? <laughs> I can't remember the scores I gave. To be honest with you. Well, the, uh, you gave uh, the highest scores of the Funky Blue. No, no, I think it was between oh. that and that. Actually, yeah, I gave both sevens. Oh, you didn't go higher than seven. So that one was. But. That was a seven. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah. But the thing is that you kept even going back to the Funky Buddha. Like. That's kind of my style. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say Funky Buddha. Out of those, out of all those. Yes. Oh my goodness! I just noticed even the squirrels wearing a little hat and glasses. Look. Oh yeah. That's funny. Is that like a fedora on or something like that? Yeah, I like yeah. a beer with a sense of humor. Charlie. Uh, oh, definitely with the funk. Look at that, look at that squirrel's hat. It says local on the bottom of the brim. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I think. The more I drank it, I actually think the Samoa. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. If I had a full pint glass of that, or you know, like a pilsner, I think that that, especially that's the one where I really do think if you give it, you put it in a pilsner, something that breathes better. I bet you that that Samoa taste comes right out. That's a big part of it. Hey, I it's think funny. I Good want point, the Funky Buddha uh, label on the suburban beverage can. Oh, and that's that, a, and that would be my perfect. Beer. The Buddha label is my favorite. Yeah, for sure. It's got a nice label. The the, the funny thing that you mentioned, aside yeah, from the tasting and all that, like it's really weird how the glass makes a difference. In huge the difference. Oh. Huge difference. Well, just the app, the whatever you're because she was drinking out of cans versus the, like she's drinking out of glass now. Yeah, because I didn't like it out of the can. I like it tastes yeah. just the metal. Yeah, it all matters. It does because I I went to. Um, Dogfish Head years ago, and they had done a collaboration beer, but they also did a collaboration glass okay. with, I think it was Stone Brewery out of San Diego, mm-hmm. and they designed this glass, which I bought, and I think it broke, um, where at the bottom it was like, it was just very thin, and then at the top it was super thin glass, but it was like opened up into like a bowl, right? And the idea is that if you were to pour beer and kind of like swish it around and aerate it, as it travels from the bottom to the top of the glass, it actually scientifically tastes better doing it that way. So they did all this like scientific research to see how a glass could make the beer taste better. Right. It's crazy. Did it work? Did it? Did you, did you like taste one and then taste the other? Uh, yes, and it does work. Bad side, because the glass was so thin, I cracked it right away. Oh, broke it. Yeah, I can see that being a problem. Yeah. Have you always had that picture of that boat? Yes. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I like it. Here's something, Charlie. I just thought it was I like your boat picture. I think you might find interesting. Oh, I don't like the boat. Well, you're interested in the boat. I like the boat. Have you ever seen this? Uh, what is that? For all you thousands of podcast listeners over here, I am whipping out Dogfish Head 
specific Randall Jr. That's what he calls AKA the mini enamel animal. That's what he calls his wiener. It is. (laughs) Same size, too. Um, I bought this years ago, too, and this is something. So, Dogfish Head came out with this brand new invention. It's called the Randall, right? Right. And what it does is it's actually a big machine that you put on the bar top. And you put up whatever you wanted, like orange peels or any type of infusion type stuff, and it connects to the taps. So you pick a beer, you run it to the tap, and the beer then flows through whatever you put in it, orange peels, whatever kind of fruit, and then you pour your beer and it infuses immediately. So they came out with this little guy, this, Randall Jr., and so what you can do is, same thing, you put your beer... And whatever concoction you want to come up with in here, set it in the refrigerator for like 15 minutes to let it kind of mix together, and then you pour it through the mesh, mm. and then you got your own infused beer. Have you tried it? Yep. Well, multiple, I've had this for years, and I, I haven't used it recently, but it works. I've done like bacon stout, so I would cook bacon, put it in with the beer, whatever, like a stout or something, and then let it sit for 15 minutes, and then get all the bacon flavor. Really? And pour it into... So you can see it with the fruit and all that, but not... Yep. Oh. You can do anything. So I looked it up. I mean, I did... Uh, I think I did, like, marshmallow something. Really? Like, oh, yeah. You can get, you can get nifty craft to it. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's I really thought you would like that. Yeah, that is really cool. That's neat. Yeah. I'm really easily manipulated. So, so far, I have wanted pancakes, grilled cheese, and now bacon. Well, finish your goes. I drink there slowly. She goes. I drink really slowly. Sorry. So we did this whole podcast on beer review. Yeah. Aside from beer, any other topic you want to discuss? Oh boy, this poor time to ask me that question. No that's politics. That's a great time. <laughs> no politics or religion. That's the rules of the bar, right? That's true. Yep. That's true. I uh, did you watch the boys? No, but I want to. Okay. It's good. It's really great things. It's good. It's violent. It's really violent. It's very graphic. I keep falling asleep, but when I'm awake, I like it. Basically, the premise, I won't give any spoilers, but the premise of it is essentially like... I've heard. Yeah, I know. They have their own version of the Justice League. Yeah. And, uh... Called The Seven. The Seven, which is also what was the Justice League poster when they first... Release that they were doing a Justice League movie. They mm-hmm. said Unite the Seven. That was like a that was a, a promotional thing that they did. I can't Isn't get that out of my the head. The boys book older than the Justice League movie. Uh, <laughs> I didn't look into it, but probably. Probably. It probably is. So the boys is actually based on comic. Yeah, it's the same writer who did the comic book at a, a version of uh, Preacher. You ever mm-hmm. watch that show? And when you watch. The boys, if you've ever watched the show Preacher, you can kind of pick up on the tone of it. It's very, it's it's got a very Watchmen kind of thing going on too. I heard that. I've heard it's yeah, similar to it, that. Well, it's just it, it takes the superhero kind of like mythology. Yeah. It takes it down a peg. Yeah. You know, they got this one. The main the main guy is Homelander, who's the Superman version. You know, it's, you know this Captain America Superman Superman kind of like combination. He's got a He's the closest to a god that they got. He flies all the same Superman things. And he's got his costume, though, is uh, blue and red. And then he's got the American flag as a cape. So it is kind of Captain America. It's, yeah, yeah, it's got this thing. 
Um, oh, yeah, it came out, not to interrupt, but it was, the first issue was published in 2006. Yeah, so it's... Oh, six to 2012 it came out so it was 72 issues yeah but it's got the same sort of like where where Watchmen was definitely like they just kind of took the heroes down a peg like they're real people and they make mistakes and they're sometimes even kind of shitty same idea yeah same idea like they're not really all that great they're, they're pretty much crap I have, people I do want to watch it um, but to that note Watchmen is having a remake a remake right they have a show show right they're putting it I think it's on HBO, HBO they're yeah. doing a show for Watchmen yeah Yep. Which um, is always fun. As long as I don't screw it up. Because well, the movie, movie is so great. the yeah. movie is really, really good and it was really underrated when it when it came oh, out. Oh yeah, totally. It did not get uh since then it's it's got its recognition, but initially not so much. Great movie. Aside from the whole blue penis thing, I mean it's great, ah, great movie. You know. I never noticed a blue penis, so it can't be that big of a <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> well, I remember there's a story about this guy that we used to was a manager of ours at Lowe's, and uh, he he knew that I was kind of a comic book guy or whatever. So we were having like a morning meeting, and then afterwards he comes up to me, he goes, uh, "Should I hear about this Watchmen movie?" I was like, "No, nah, not really. I really didn't. I didn't. You know, I hadn't really read it. I'd heard about it. I didn't read the books or anything. I brought my kids because I thought it'd be a cool little superhero movie." And, about halfway through it, <laughs> he's like, this blue guy grows the size of a building and he's naked. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then there's that whole, the sex scene in the, in the, yeah. the ship with Night, Night Owl or whatever uh-huh. his name is and the whole thing. I'm like, I, I, I watched that, having the conversation with him made me definitely want to watch it. I was like, I gotta check this out. And I check it out, I'm like. Yeah, he's heard you're like, penis, and he was on board. He was in, yeah. yeah. Listen, it was definitely like the R-rated comic, right, at the time. Like, oh, yeah. there was really no R. Oh yeah, that, that, that's the funny, that's the fucked up thing about like stuff like that, and it, it only irritates me because like I just live to be irritated. But it's your favorite. It's really it, it can be, but like they made all this big deal. Like Deadpool was the first R-rated comic movie. No, it wasn't. First of all, there's 300. There's no penis in Deadpool, especially no. the blue one. No. Not at all. That's what we base all comic book movies on. Was there a blue penis? No. Well then, okay, we're not going to see it. Next. <laughs> Next. Next. Um, yeah. They, they mean, like, Deadpool was, like, this groundbreaking thing. It's like, it, it, there was rated R comic movies before that. <laughs> Dread. Watchmen. Fucking, uh, uh, what was it? Well, 300. I have to say, the reason being, probably, is because people don't really make the connection that those are comic book movies. As they do with, like, you know. I, I understand. Avengers, I, all I, that. I, I get that. But those are the top comic type. Like, people know that. Yeah. They, you know how many people you could ask on the street that they would know Judge Dredd was a comic? I Probably know one out of ten, maybe. Huh? I didn't even know until a couple of years ago. Yeah, one out of ten. Speaking of Dredd, though, did you ever watch the, the, the Dredd the movie? No. Carl Urban, who's in The Boys, plays oh, Dredd. And he is. Yeah. <coughs> he's great for... A bunch of reasons, really, but one very specific reason is that in the Stallone version of Judge Dredd, which I love that movie, it's just it's just it's cheesy classic, enough. Yeah. It's a classic, but because actors are who they are, he take, he has got his mask off ninety percent of the film. In the comic, Judge Dredd never takes his mask off. No. He always has it on. Carl Urban insisted 
to keep the helmet on, the mask on, the whole freaking talk. And, uh, yeah, he's just perfect. He's just, it's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Actually, maybe I have seen that. I would highly recommend it if you haven't. Oh, how about you? Uh, what's the question? Have you seen any blue penises lately? <sighs> no, not lately. Not big ones. Not big ones. No. Little ones? Little poops. It's small meetings. Little little poops. <laughs> Did you hear about that R-rated Smurfs? That's what he's been saying. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Huh? What the Smurf is called. Smurf at you little whore. <laughs> That's what they call it. Uh, did you ever see the family just holy of, shit Gargamel's naked did you ever see the family guy with the Smurf no nope. like Wait, freaking Miss Smurf over there she she smurfed me in the parking lot it was smurfing great it was oh, smurfing yeah. great. she smurfed me she smurfed me good yeah. I was like smurf yeah smurf yeah um I was gonna ask you a question so what well, you said The Boys, I guess, was the show that you're watching kind of now. Um, for me, I'm probably on my sixth time watching The Office uh, not, you in know, its entirety. Taking her off Netflix. Yeah, NBC's yeah. getting their own streaming. Yeah. You know what I found out, though? That's not until, like, 2021 or 22 or something like that. Like, they, they released that like it was, like was going to happen any day now. No, it's not. It's, like, it's three years. It might be next year or 21. That's if they don't decide to just, like, re-up. It. It. Like, it could totally happen. Sure. Um, We're on our third watch at 30 Rock. Yep. Yeah. Some shows just hold up, man. You could just watch it over and over. Um, what else? Oh, you know what? Something you should check out. You ever you ever listen to uh, uh, like at this point, Netflix is only good for stand up comedy and documentaries about serial killers. It's pretty much all boys. I watch both. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Did you ever watch his stand up? I wouldn't make it a point. And then I would also uh, just watch like the first five minutes of it, and then decide if you want to watch it with with your. Oh, she usually she hates stand up. So oh, okay. She doesn't. Oh, watch that's stand-up. right. Because the last time we were here, we found out she hates Chappelle. Uh, probably. Yeah. Oh, Melissa flipped out. That's right. What do you mean you hate Chappelle's show? We used to watch it together. Lord's like, we didn't do that. I remember that. Yeah. I'm addicted to stand up, and more specifically, actually, now that we're on the topic. Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Oh my god, I I've love that show. Love it. So addictive, I absolutely right? And love I think probably because they're not very long episodes, but they have such... <clears throat> it's just like you want to be in the world, right? Oh, I was going to say, I like... Well, that's part of the reason why I listen to like I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a lot. I do too. Not a lot, but I do. I, I, I've backed off a lot because he hasn't... But when he has like when he has comedian guests on, actually, specifically, he like talks shop. It's the same feeling I get watching comedians in cars. Like they, there's this like peak inside this world, and especially like Rebecca and I watched. There was a documentary that Seinfeld did. Um, that was on Netflix, I believe. That was like just before comedians in cars came out on Netflix. So they used was to it a stand up documentary? It, it, yeah, it kind of was. So. It was. He basically what he did was he went back. To, I think it was the yeah, last factory. It. it went to his first, and place he did his very there. first. Yeah. Set again. I saw that because remember he had the thing where he had all the notebooks and all that kind of stuff like yeah. these. Yes, that's the only part of that. He gets like cover street. You said yeah, yeah it was crazy, okay. and it was like he has it down to it's a science. Yes. Correct. 
and it's kind of borderlines on insanity, in my honest opinion. Sure. But still, to go and have him interview other comedians, and not always, but a lot of times you get their perspective on sort of how they do the same thing. Right. Um, I find it really interesting. It's very interesting. It's yeah. very uh, cliffhangery. where, like, I end one episode, and I just want to watch it. You just got to watch the next now, one. Now, I do pick and choose, because I... There's some better I others. skim it and say, eh, not... My, like, I don't want to watch this one. I'd rather watch this one. Depending on the celebrity or whoever they're... I really... I was really... What was your favorite at, recently? Uh, the Eddie Murphy one. Same. And, and mostly because I thought it was really cool the, when you find out that the two of them, their careers, like, almost parallel each other. Right. They got discovered... At the same time. At the, the same, same place. The really. same date, the same place, same night. It's crazy. And they both blew up like they did. And I'm like, that is so neat. Like, the different paths, right. Sure. But it's just so neat that they just kind of had these storied, legendary careers, and it basically started from the exact same night. What I think is cool also is they're older, right? So they're talking. You're talking like fifties, sixties plus, right? So oh, they, uh, Seinfeld's gonna be seventy soon, right? Um, so they get which leads me to think Murphy is too, probably. But they could kind of talk about other careers, but like uh, how ironic it was they both got brought up. But they get to talk about just the art itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also love um, Martin Short. Yep. His He had two of them. I, I Did he have two? Mm-hmm. I just... He had one this most recent season. Yep. But he had one... Uh, did like he have season one Season two or something like that. You know what was a sweet one? The Jerry Lewis one. Yep. Did you ever watch that one? Yep. That and was I, the last one of the last season. And he died after that. Yep. And it cracked it was me like up. a couple weeks after. Yeah, it cracked me up when they go to that diner... And he just orders, like, bacon. two pounds of bacon or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if I was Jerry Shit. Lewis and I was 91 years old, whatever he is, I was like, I'd fucking do that, too. And he does it all the time. He's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta, well cause here's the thing. Like, I got to tell you, like, number one, it reminded me of Burgess Meredith in Grumpy Old Men when he talks yes. about how he eats bacon all the time. Yep. There's a little bit of that. But then there's the other part where I'm watching, uh, I'm watching, and I work with a lot of older gentlemen, and... Uh, at least a couple of them are like in their 70s. One is 82. And you, not that any of them are just like any day now. Like, they, you don't get that necessarily. But they definitely have this like, ah, fuck it. And yeah. like they really kind of mean it. Because it's like they've, they've been through it. Right. Butch, Enjoy it. The guy Butch I work with is 82 years old. I mean, he's not going out of his way you know, walking into traffic or anything like that. But like, if somebody throws down a freaking box of uh, uh, crumb cakes or something like that. He's the first one there yeah, challenging down. He's like, I'm 82. Fuck it. Yeah, why I'm, not? I did it. Who cares? Live it. You know, live your best life. Pretty much. You know, and it, it cracked. It cracked me up. But uh, that and the most recent one I also liked was uh, the Jimmy Fox episode. I did like that too. Actually, I, I, I he's funny. He's really funny. He's good impressions too. The Chappelle impression specifically. I, yes. I'm at work and every once in a while I'll go to the kid the assistant we have this kid junior and uh, <laughs> something will go wrong or whatever and she's just like ah oh, what happened I was, I was beside myself oh that's funny as hell <laughs> what it does he say so he good too it's I so was chartreuse <laughs> it's like spot on he sounds just just, just like, like him him and you know something you should look up it's, it's it, it just made me think of it was um and you can tell me if you already heard it did you ever see Eddie Murphy do his impression of Tracy Morgan? Uh, 
No. Okay, that's surprising. I'm going to tell you why. Your your dry erase right there, or your chalkboard right yeah. there, and it says Sean loves ballpark pranks. Yeah. There is a thing where Eddie Murphy is on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel says, "I just had Tracy Morgan on here the other day, and he told me how when he went to your house, you gave him ballpark pranks." And then Eddie Murphy goes right into this impression of Tracy Morgan, and it sounds exactly like him. Aren't you want the ballpark fights? He gave us the ballpark fights. And I was like, it's the fucking funniest thing. Watch the Tracy Morgan comedians in cars. And I was like, yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. That one's one's good to watch. Um, You find out that Tracy Morgan's actually insane. But... It's after his accident, so... He's a little bit more down there with Kelly. Well, there's, that's in there, for sure, but there's some things where, where I watch it, and I kind of get this feeling of almost like, I wonder how much of it is him being larger than life, you know? Mm-hmm. And how much of it is, like, he got hit by a goddamn Walmart truck, and he just might not be quite the same. Like, he's him, mm-hmm. but it just changes you, yeah. you know? It's a form um, of PTSD. A little bit, yeah. Like, it could be that. And people died. Like his, people, his friends died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that... He made it. That changes people. Oh, absolutely. Um, what did he say? Like, Jerry Simon walks over and he goes, the house is beautiful. He goes, <laughs> he's like, that wasn't no Staples truck or something like that. He says, <laughs> Walmart paid for this. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I love that show. I really do. I could talk about that. That could be a podcast by itself. That's a, good, I love that's that show. a good show. It really is. It's hard to not binge that show. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, it's just, it's, like I said, they were so smart in the way they did it because the episodes are so, they're just short enough where you want more. Well, it's almost like watching, like for me, I'm a big, I'm a big YouTube watcher. Love, I love watching like watching clips. It's really close to the same length. Like a lot, a very successful YouTube channel. Um, typically, uh, we'll only have a video of 15 to 20 minutes. Really like 17 is like the pocket. 15, 20, yeah. yeah, that's what they are. They're like With 17. The exception of a few. Yeah. Like the Ricky Gervais Ricky, was a two-piece two one. Part, but the second piece was only about four minutes. It was really quick, day. yeah. That whole thing about um, when he actually made the Chinese joke. And then the, oh, the, that was hilarious. But the whole time, they're just like, are we supposed to edit that out? And like, they never said that, and they never did. Yeah. That came up. I was. Watch- I'm not gonna get in the politics. I promise. But I watched. I binge watched the new season, and then like two days later, I'm listening to one of my YouTube videos, the, my news things that I listen to, and it gets brought up that apparently that was like that turned into a little bit of a thing for a second where people were like, oh, they made a joke, an obvious joke that everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because you can't say anything like yeah. that. Yeah. That's that's the part. That, and I appreciate probably most about Jerry Seinfeld is that that show could any given time turn into like a comedians under attack and all this kind of stuff. You know, we can't joke like we used to and people don't realize blah, blah, blah. And Jerry Seinfeld's just kind of like, you know what? Then just adapt. That's It seems like that's kind of his attitude. Like, yeah, just figure of. it out. Yeah. You're it's an art, so you have to if, adapt. If you're a good enough comedian, you'll figure it out. You'll, you'll be True. able to make it happen. And <coughs> yeah. I, I saw that, um, I'll tell you one show that I, I did Was like, it? I did really like it in its first season, and I've grown to dislike it, and I I hate to say this, because I really love the guy, traditionally, 
but the David Letterman, yeah. my next guest I've is. I've seen a few episodes. So the first season, I watched them. I watched, I watched Obama. I watched the Obama one. I watched I the Jay-Z one. I did not. Uh, Jay-Z one was good. I only saw I really two. So Obama, I saw... Uh, the, I can't... I don't know. The George Clooney one I watched? Yeah. I, I really did. I really dug it. I thought it was a cool show. But the trend that I saw... And it's only bothered me because I'm like, it really holds no place. Was every episode, he's got a part where he's got to bring up politics. And run with his little thing. His Whatever his opinion is, he's trying to see if he can poke a response from his guest. And though... One second they may talk about like family or something like that. He could be like, and how do you think this relates to president yeah like my favorite response i gotta tell you my favorite my second sorry my second favorite response was jay-z because i completely agree with him he was like you could see that david letterman was trying to get some kind of reaction to have him say like he's a bigot he's this and that and jay-z is much more calculated than that he's a very smart person and he was just like i think it's important to have different types of people in different positions and I think that what it does, if nothing else, it'll start a conversation and maybe get people thinking a different way. And then here we are two years after that episode, and I'm listening to, to something on the news. And sort of that, that exa- almost that exact same sentiment was shared by a journalist that was like, having this president is important because like him or hate him, whatever your feelings are, Issues that have in the past been swept under the rug are there. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'll get into it, but specifically like the way he talks about certain cities and stuff like that. Sometimes he's very like or, or locations. He just he's got no problem just being like this is how it is. Mm-hmm. And the last twenty thirty years, it, a lot of that stuff's been ignored. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like that I agree with you know. The first favorite response to the whole, and it seems that's what I was going to say. It seems like it was every single episode, like every single episode. Yeah, he hates they, have, this, they have a routine. They have like a. He's got this part flow. where he's like he's got to bring up yeah. that. It's like just fucking ask him how he's doing. George Clooney spends a, a huge, huge part of his basically retirement. He doesn't do a lot of movies anymore. Helping international. Uh, uh, third world countries and stuff like that. Like he, he, him and his wife. Like that's that's their whole life for the most part. They work with governments. Talk to him about that. Don't bring up how he feels about the president. Like what the hell? But my favorite response to that line of questioning was Jerry Seinfeld. If you go and you pull up the show on Netflix, the very first what would have been the first episode wasn't an episode. It was just like a live Q and A, but they had it set up like that. Here he goes about a half hour into the interview and he brings up that question. And Seinfeld's just like, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. It's not why I'm here. I'm here to make people laugh. And, then, and he just like totally just was like, drop it. Right. Drop it. Ironically, he's had Letterman on Coffee and Carter. Sure. Or Coffee he definitely has. Coffee, yeah. Right. And the, and it never came up. If, yeah. you, if you notice, they talked shop. They yeah. talked history. And That's just the difference. Uh, it's not his show. Well, because, and I think... <laughs> Uh, Letterman and those type of late night shows yeah. have that flow. There's yeah, always some topic brought up during the show to that direction. Right. And depending on which one you're watching, depends on the type of questioning. I also recall on that Letterman episode, which was not one of my favorite episodes, means as far as wasn't there a little bit? Wasn't there at one point like a little bit of a power struggle because Letterman is, was a host of a night show, like he was the host of the Tonight Show. Yep. 
or late night, sorry, late show, 20 some years, and you can almost see where he's trying to take lead. Mm-hmm. And we watched it through Howard Stern did the same thing. Yeah. Howard Stern was even worse, actually. He was like, he kept trying to like steer the wheel. That was the other episode. Of, actually, that's funny too. I that never was the saw other that one, one actually. Howard Stern. He was on. He because I jump around. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he did it. He did. An he episode did. No, he did. I remember yeah. seeing it. I just don't. Yeah, and that's it. that's what it was. They were there was it was when they got to where they were in the diner having coffee, like that part of the show. Every episode where it's almost like an interview. Yeah, yeah and you can see he's like pulling the reins a little bit. He starts asking Jerry questions, and it, I mean it's fine, you know. And, and and you only what I find is you get that on that show when they're not talking to a stand-up, a traditional stand-up. Right. Traditional stand-ups, are the, the, those are the best episodes. Joe Rogan does that a lot. What's that? He'll have comedians on his show. Yeah. First podcast. He also is really good at getting like into the art of like stand-up. Oh, he's another scientist when it comes to he the is. media. Or, he, I, I remember listening to the one where Kevin Hart was on the show. Yep. And they were going back and forth like the whole hour. The Jamie Foxx one, too. Watch the Jamie Foxx show. I, Fox I that one. That's a good one. Um, which I like, Jamie Fox. Yeah, just like, that's another really good. Uh, one. But yeah, they were just talking about more. What surprised me was their routines. Like Kevin Hart, I've actually seen him live like four years ago mm-hmm. on his What Now tour. Okay, and it was huge, like stadium, Hershey yeah. Park, right? And um, what I didn't know is like when they're developing the routines, which takes a year plus sometimes, depending on the comedian. They'll go to like the Laugh Factory, all these smaller type oh, well, clubs, yeah. and they just do like an open mic. So all of a sudden, you'll see Kevin Hart show yep. up and do an open mic. Yep. And you're like, what the hell? And he'll just bounce bits off of people and see if they get a response. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's crazy to know though. Well, what were we just talking about? I was guys? just saying, we like were, a week ago with Metallica. We were just talking about like, like bands do that a lot of times too. Like, like Metallica. That's who we were talking about. Well, like they would. You know, be prepping for a tour or something like that, and, and maybe they hadn't toured in maybe three or four years or something like you know. So to get the chops up, they might just go to the whiskey one night and yeah. just do a, a show. Just you know, imagine just being this at the whiskey happens. one night and all of a sudden Metallica shows. That stuff it's happens. Like, it's like a hundred people. There. This conversation started, by the way, because Charlie thought Drake was playing at the Sherman Theater. <laughs> not Drake. Or not Queen? What was it? Not Drake. almost. He thought it, there was somebody called Drake Almost. It was like Drake so, yeah, something and then Almost something else. He almost wasn't, Queen. Yeah. And, uh, I believe that, though. Believe he that. was like, look, Drake's coming to the Sherman. He's like, wait, is Drake coming to the Sherman? We were stuck in a red light and he was staring. There's like a tree in the, right in the so way. way. Yeah, yeah, so all I saw was Drake. I was like, get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Get oh. the fuck out of here. He's like, Drake's not coming here, is he? Uh, it was believable. He just kind of like stared at it for a minute. One place uh, my head's going right now is like, so I had to go to Nashville last year for work. And I was just told like two days ago that I'm going to go again next month for a customer visit or all that. But um, cool thing is like, I, it was the first time I went. Have you ever, you've never been to Nashville probably? Um Country music aside, right? It's a music town, right. which is awesome. But it's the strip that is Nashville that people talk about all the time. It's it's kind of like one of the snares. Like you never know who's going to show up and pop up. Like what celebrities? But any bar you go to, any place you go to, is usually two to three levels okay. of the building. Right. Every level has a band or an artist right. performing 
the entire day. Like, they swap, they do shifts. Oh, we were just hearing of that about New Orleans. Yeah, who were we talking about that? I don't know. They were saying how, I, I get, it sounds like Nashville moved the same way. There's just a, there's just instruments or amps. It's like a probably. well-oiled machine. Yeah, right and like time. so there'll be a, like a drum set there, and maybe the snare is missing a seat, mm-hmm. and then the amps are there, not the instruments, and then it would just be a, a band shows up, hour set, they get done, the next band goes right in like nothing ever exactly. changed, do an hour set. Meanwhile, that first band just went across the street, and yep. they're doing another hour set. It's exactly. And it's just, this, like you said, it never stops. That's exactly how it is. And um, none of them get paid by the restaurant or the bar. They don't get paid. Really? Yep. In Nashville, anyway. I'm assuming New Orleans would be the same way. But they don't get paid by the actual establishment. They get paid by tips. And the way it works is, like, this is kind of like an unwritten rule, but I found out when we were there. is like, if you, they do a lot of, they don't really do a lot of their own stuff. They do a lot of covers, too. And... If you give them money, they'll play, like, whatever, but it's kind of like a jukebox where it comes in cues. Well, kind of like the guy that always pays you $20 to play Ace, no, to play Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. If you throw them, it, the thing is, is if you throw them a $20 bill yeah. and request a song, right. they automatically bump that to the top of the list. So if you give them a 20 and say, I wanted you to play this, they'll play it next. Yeah. The thing is, they don't. So I know every song, right? So they, you'll see them. They have these iPad stands. Yeah, next we have to those the, too. Right. Yep. And they'll learn it right then and there. Oh yeah. Or they'll they'll know it, but they won't be familiar with mm-hmm. it, so they'll just learn it. So uh, I thought that was cool. So that's how they make their money. Yeah. And then they bump. You know, they go to bar to bar. And... Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of a debate about whether or not that's actually a way that's acceptable to play live cover shows. Um, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as you're being, as long as it's not taking away from your actual show. Because like, so like in our case, um, there's a guy we know. There's yeah, there's 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 somebody that we know that. So if you have a tablet in front of you, it to me it's there for reference. I mean, if you're doing that, that's different. You don't know the song, you look up really quick, and you might be glued to it a little bit, but you know you figure it out and hopefully get get the song well enough to where people are happy. But Ultimately, when you have that there, it's just for reference. I usually use I use my tablet for controlling the PA, um, the music's there, and lyrics. And again, it's just for reference. So it's like down a little bit, not directly in my face. No, it's, it's, just, it's on the stand. Yeah, it's so like, like all of a sudden you draw a blank, you don't know what's You can just kind of look at it. If you do it well enough, people are going to notice. Exactly. Yeah. You look down quick and it's no big deal. So this guy we know, he doesn't learn. He doesn't really practice at all. So he, and he's not... He hasn't gone out as far as to get his little, the actual, it sounds stupid, but there's like the stand for the iPad is just a clamp and it yeah. attaches to your mic stand. Yeah. He won't do that. He's got a, a, an old school like Gen 1 Kindle on a traditional music stand. With the sheet music. So yeah, so it takes that much space up. And if that's not working properly, he grabs his cell phone, looks up lyrics, and I'm not exaggerating. He's it's like, like two inches from it. Yeah. Well... While playing a show, yes, and, and that stuff comes up or whatever, that is to me unacceptable. Agreed. It's yeah, unprofessional. But you get a lot of really cool in, in the, the way, like I tend to do it. You still can get ridiculed for it because people think that you just need to know every song ever and to remember all the lyrics and all the thing. And I'm like, listen, technology is not has not progressed to the point that it has. 
so that I could not be just a little lazy. It's not that serious. You know? Um, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, no, that comes up. Like, we've had to do that before where someone just makes a request. They're loud enough that you just really can't ignore them. Mm-hmm. Pull up the song real quick. Except the last time I played at Murphy's, uh, Moses and I got a request to do Willie Nelson. And my tablet was not cooperating, and I really didn't know any Willie Nelson, and it was bad. It was bad. I would just said, we don't know that. You try to fulfill... You know, I know, you, but like at the same time, you don't want to just keep egging them on. Well, it was, we just had dead air. And that's, to me, that's worse than anything else, is having dead air. Mm-hmm. You know. Dead air. Great topic. Sorry. I have one of those. <laughs> so, let's talk about elephant boners for a second. Yeah. Um, huge, huge... Elephant boners. Yeah. Are they that huge? I don't know. You know, you know I what? don't Have you ever know. Seen one? I've never seen one, but I would assume that if I were to see one, it would be gigantic. True, because elephants are gigantic, gigantic right? Yeah. You would think so that. you would think. Or are they abnormally at the abnormity where they are huge, but they don't have a big boner? Oh, maybe. Like, like all elephants just walk around with embarrassing boners all the time? Yeah, I think so. I so think that might ball. be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Big elephant, small boner. No, the thing about elephant boners is, is they, they're huge. <laughs> but are they? No, we were just discussing what if, what if they aren't. Have you ever seen one? Uh, you haven't? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, which makes me think that they're probably not as big as they should be for the size of an elephant. They're like a unicorn? Yeah. Well, what if they... No. It, it, saying they're like a unicorn implies that they don't get them at all. There's new elephants in the world, which means that some elephants somewhere get boners. I'd imagine that, yeah, they, they all have boners. All of them? Even the ladies. Yeah, it's because they even the female ones. Even the female Just walk around elephants. with huge elephant boners. Yeah, female or elephant small boners. ones. We don't know. That's a huge clip. Yeah. Quote <laughs> <laughs> of the night. That's huge. That's the title of this episode. That's, That's a huge clip. Big animal. Big clip. Big clip. Big clip. Big clip. Wait, so like a Clark's two, two kind of thing? Sort of. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, what's what's his face or what's his face? What's her face? The the chick that's actually Kevin Smith's wife. Oh yeah, that's the that's the joke in the beginning. Is yeah. that she's got a clit so big it's like a tiny dick. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like some of that? What is this? So this is Commonwealth, which is a local brewery. They made this beer. As I was telling Charlie, a hundred percent of the proceeds go to the victims of the mass shooting from a month or so ago. Which, which one is that? What's that? Shooting. The, word, the, uh, the guy came in and shot, killed 12 people at the courthouse down the road. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be insensitive. Yeah, no. There's just too many mass shootings Agreed. anymore for me to keep up with. Agreed. But they did that for that. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I besides mean, not L- yeah, yeah, shooting the beer. The, uh, the reason. Ooh, no, I don't even like the way it smells. There you go. Oh, it's not. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's 
Besides the elephant boners. Um, I'm trying to think. So I listen to all these podcasts of yours, mm-hmm. which I'm caught up on all of them. Why held out for this one? We know. I know. Um, I don't know. I always try to think of what topics I would like to talk about. You know how I usually approach it, man? I sit down and hit record, and whatever pops in my head is what I just go. I know. I could tell, and that's the yeah, difference you between you and me, because I'm an agenda-driven guy. You can tell, because Charlie talks about going to shop right and shit. Which is but there's super some, entertaining. Some of the best things like I've ever said. in a row is just a lot of... I'm waiting for my shop right update. It's so much material. I can't even it's, tell you. It's, well, it might it's like the creatures of Walmart, I, but it's shop right. Can I tell you something? That it may... It may change because we are debating about not shopping at ShopRite anymore. We're well, not that we're we're going to do online. I just do the. So we're going to get the stuff from there. We're not going to have the experience of walking the store. Yeah, Yeah. I've done that. Yeah, it's It's pretty good actually. For the five dollars, it's five bucks. Yeah, yeah, the stress that you don't have to you know deal with. I'm telling you, that's why they sell wine at the grocery store. Now. I'll have to say, though, having done it, it is a little different um, shopping experience because I log in online to their website, which has their whole store, essentially, right? Um, it's harder for me to remember what I need to get. Like, I still have to make a list. Well, well and, yeah. But because, like, you you go to a store, like ShopRite, you've been there a hundred times. You know exactly where everything is. And you probably have a routine. Like, you start at this end. You go this area, you go up and down the aisles, like, and you have a flow. Well, obviously, we start at Protus, go all the way to the yeah. other end of the building, and then backtrack one last time to see Make if sure there's any more room right? in the budget for me. <laughs> there you go. It's like, we didn't pick out any sticks, yeah. but could we? Right. Online, it's not like that. Yeah. Because you're, like, all over the place. Yeah. So you're just like, I feel like I forgot something, and I'm just, you're thrown off, so it took me a while. I've only done it twice, but it's actually just different. And that's something to consider, too, because we run our budget differently than what the total is. Like, if Abby needs allergy medicine, we don't add that into the grocery budget. Yeah. Because we don't need to pick it up all the time. Yeah. Or toilet paper or something. True. The, The weekly budget is... The weekly stuff. Food. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, then just food. Just the stuff. Like, we get, um... Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess it is food. It, I was going to say it's... Paper plates aren't in the weekly budget. Paper plates aren't... Yeah, napkins wouldn't be... Because you, you get them you when you need them. them once a month, that you thing. Get, maybe. Yeah. Like, if you that. get them when you need them. paper, paper towels, I will say uh, one thing that's medicines. a perk is that, like, you can miss some deals shopping in person because you're just going up and down the aisle, and if you don't read the circular, like, you just see this for sale sign or whatever. Or the sales on, um, but if you go online, like you automatically draw yourself to the weekly sales. The thing about the shop right though, the Kinsley shop right, is that they they're freaking right there. They are really right there, but they um they do a lot of um, price shopping with against lice. So you'll walk in there not thinking that you're going to buy, say, a pound of bacon. And then you find out that because Weiss had their bacon on sale for three ninety nine, Shoprite's like, oh yeah, two ninety nine, two ninety nine. And if you're online, you're not going to see that because that's they don't, handwritten. They don't update it. Yeah, it's a handwritten sign, and they uh, just gotcha, change it to gotcha. register for you. You know, gotcha. right. yeah. So this one's a little bit more corporate, where they everything well, is reflects because there's like dozens of the same store. Well, they say that that's that's kind of the price you pay because. Um, 
that Kinsley's is the only... It's the only privately owned shop I... Yeah. That makes sense. Well, franchised. Right. Shop. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, because I go to Harris Teeter, and that's, like, a chain, so... Right. Well, ShopRite, like I said, ShopRite is supposed to be, too. ShopRite is, too, but Kinsley's is just... One. Right. I don't know if ShopRite really wanted say. that store bad. Right. They were like, fine, keep your name on it. But, uh... Yeah, we've even gone into, into fights with man Not directly with management, but, like, back in the day, what we used to do is we'd go on... We'd throw, well, there's a shop right here. We'll go on the website... Make a list. See what the prices are. And then print on the shopping cart. And then that's just our list. That's your list. We'll that, just do that. That's smart. You know. Well, come to find out that internet pricing and store pricing is not always the same. Now, any other store in the world that you go to, but they, would, they would price match themselves and say, okay, it was $2 on the website. We're going to do $2 here. You got us. Sorry Not Kinsley's. Not Kinsley's. The manager that was there, this guy, Caesar. He's like, I don't give a shit if it's two dollars on the website. It's four dollars here. Just bad business. Yeah, yeah, he didn't say it directly to us, but we heard the conversation between him and the cashier. Like we heard him say, I don't give a shit what the website says. It was yeah, it was orange juice. Yeah, I I'll always remember that it was a fight about orange juice. They had this tree ripe brand. Yeah. That when it first started selling it there, it was consistently like a dollar fifty for a half gallon. I mean, for a year or something like that. And then... Yeah, I love orange juice. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, it, like, went up about a buck. And I was like, okay, we'll level that. Well, the website showed it was still the same buck fifty. So we picked it up and put it in our cart. And he was like, no, internet price. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a real just bad business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do a lot of bad business there, though, and it's frustrating. Like, one time... We took a picture, a few times now we've taken pictures of signs, because if saying something is like five for five, the sign will usually say must buy five. Now, if the sign doesn't say must buy five, we'll take a picture of that sign. Because we'll get up front and we'll be like, um, no, these are supposed to be dollar a piece. And they'll say, no, it's five for five, you have to buy five, and we'll say... Well, the site didn't say that, so we got two. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And they'll try to fight us. Though so the one time I looked at Charlie, I was like, "Okay, we're leaving." I looked at him and I said, "We did a lot of other grocery shopping in another store. I only came in here for milk. I could buy milk anywhere. <sighs> so you guys can put all this stuff away, my full cart of stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna leave now." And the look on Charlie's face. Because he stood there with his eyebrows raised, and I started walking away. He was like, "Oh, we're actually doing this, okay?" <laughs> kind of really proud right now. Yeah, well, I, you know. So but. we started walking away. They were like, "Well, we guessed we could no, I try to." Like, if, if you weren't from around their area, you were from out of town, and you decided to shop there. No. You would assume that it's a dollar a piece. Yeah, they were like, There's "Well, the no circular says." No. Well, I don't. Shouldn't have to walk around yeah, with a circular because there's a sign. Yeah, and, and, the, and the cashier that was over there like working with us and all that, she goes, "Well, I guess I can. What I can do is this. I can give it to you for a dollar piece." I'm like, "That's what that's we exactly want. what I want. Like that's what <laughs> the no, sign importantly, says. that's what the sign says. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's nonsense. It just yeah, becomes more of a hassle than it has to be. Yeah. Because I'm just sitting there arguing with people. Because what's the what's the next option? Threatening to leave carts. Weiss. Where's that? Oh, wait, 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 wait. And but, I will say, Weiss is really good about, like, they don't do that must-buy thing. No, but Weiss is expensive. 
like what in in preparing for this whole internet mm. ordering thing, I wanted to take the opportunity because if you're gonna pay an extra five dollars for Shoprite, well, Weiss does it for free. So I was like, this is what I'll do: is I'm gonna create two shopping lists of identical items, or as identical as I can make them, you know, within reason, because they don't always sell the same things. And I'm gonna see where they fall, and then based on that. Maybe we'll do the online thing, but maybe we'll do it at Weiss. Maybe if we're not saving that much or it, it doesn't work out. 39 items, shop rates uh, price was about $90 for everything. Weiss was 150 hmm. And now... How much, wait, what was the difference? About $25. That's a big difference. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair... Um, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair, there were things that we knew as we were looking them up that were going to be like, like Weiss for like something like bacon. The cheapest bacon you're going to buy there is $5 a pound. No matter what, that's just what it is. Um, Dad gave me a meat slicer. It's a little small meat mm-hmm. slicer. So now uh, we, we have pork roll in the house usually. I just buy the roll of it and I slice it myself. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper. You know what I mean? Yeah. They only sell Taylor, which is like $10 for a roll. ShopRite has a ShopRite brand. It's $6. Stuff like that. Like, you go into it kind of knowing ahead of time that there's going to be things they just don't have, you know, equal offerings of. Apparently, side note, he gave Charlie that meat slicer because Charlie was running around asking everybody we know if they have a meat slicer and then not remembering that he asked them. So after Abby's answer recital, your dad was like... Hey, I brought you a meat slicer. And Charlie was like, what? And he was like, you asked me if I have a meat slicer. So I was like, I did? But thank you. <laughs> I don't remember asking you for a meat slicer, oh, but I want one. Oh, that's awesome. Appreciated it. Yeah. Hey, why not? Yeah. So that's the new, one of the new gags. Is that Charlie just sees people and just shouts at them, strangers and everybody. Just, hey, over there. Got a meat slicer? Can I have it? Oh. I understand. <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, kind of what just popped in my head is like they just opened up a new bagel store right down the road. Mm-hmm. And there's zero bagel places in Virginia Beach. FYI. Except from like Panera. That's where you get Panera oh. bagels from. Right? Kind of like up north. Um, That's dumb. So the, it's called Brooklyn Bagel. Apparently, guys from up north, like they actually use certified New York water for the bagels, which is a big difference. And I've had it; it's good. Um, so I went there today, just nice. It was a Friday. I figured I'd get a dozen bagels for the my folks at work, the team that I run. Um, so I got a dozen bagels and a medium-sized cream cheese, which I think is a pound. They said okay, and a coffee, like a maybe a twelve, probably sixteen ounce coffee. How much? 20 bucks? 30 bucks. It was $19 for a dozen bagels. I want to say bagel experiences. I thought that was pretty tight. I don't tight. know. Because I only buy my bagels one at a time. A bagel experience, maybe two at a time. But the thing is, our pretty water pretty isn't getting shipped all the way from New York. Uh, they could say that. I don't know. Shipping costs. I have to say, maybe I'm jaded because I have to go to Panera, right? Nice enough, Panera every Tuesday has their whatever deal where you get bakers, dozen bagels, and cream cheese for $13. Yeah, 
Here, here's my thing. It's a great deal, by the way. Here, here's my thing about the um, the water getting shipped in from New York thing. And I don't know anything about it, so I'm going to sound like probably an idiot right now. But I would imagine that if enough people are offering that, which, like, uh, by us, that's, like, kind of a big thing with places. that Oh, with authentic New York water. Yeah. There must be a service. I there don't is. think these people are waking up. It's on their website. I was going to say, I don't think these people are waking up. It has, up. like, a label. It says New York something something. Okay. So, that, to me, does not suggest that they should gouge price. Correct. That much. Is the well, bagel it's like good? Well, that's a big thing, too, the bagel, I have to say... For the area, it's good. Um, and it's local. It's really close. We're done. Look, I, have, right. I like that. So I'll entertain it, but it's expensive. Um, here's my point. You get this water delivery, right? I don't see any like water buffaloes or water tanks in the back right. of your store. It's good. That's Where the hell is this 100-gallon tank that this you're This magical, stuck? magical you're in a strip of water. water. Right? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> Magical bagel water. That sounds disgusting. They could. It sounds like the leftover brine. I mean, you don't... <laughs> <laughs> depending on their shipments and all that, you don't... I mean, how much water they need I don't know batch. how the logistics work, but... If you're, uh, making, you're, wrong, if you're making dozens and dozens of yeah. bagels every morning, like, probably takes a lot of water. Yeah, and you're making different varieties, so they can't even sure. all be boiled mm-hmm. in the same water. Right. That's mm-hmm. true. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you make like a cinnamon raisin and then you try to make but a plain bagel, it's going to taste like cinnamon. So, well, I think with that, it has been a very successful Virginia Beach podcast. Very long podcast, but a very good one. Uh, I would like to thank uh, my wife, Rebecca. There you go. Yeah, me first. For sitting in and enjoying some beers that you Ooh. typically would not have tried. No, and I you didn't. found something out about yourself. You like the goes. Goes. Goes beers. Goes. Goes. Um, I also like to thank my brother Sean for having us and and doing this podcast. It's been a long time coming. I'm very excited and happy. My that first this ever podcast. First ever podcast. We popped a cherry, which is gross. But it happened nonetheless. I kind of liked it. Um, Would have happened this way to us, sure. I think I think we're gonna yes. have to do something like this again. Yes. Maybe we'll make it like when the holiday. So like Thanksgiving, you're coming. Is that yes. the plan for you guys? Correct. So if that's the next time we see you guys, maybe we'll do the same thing. Maybe that time we can do beer again. Um, whoever is the host chooses. Oh, okay. How's that? So mom, so we're going to you guys, right? So mom's gonna choose. So what are we gonna? No, do? I mean like we're gonna try different like whoever's crafty home, glue home turf. How's that? Oh okay. So it's your turf, right? Right. So it's gonna get... leave me, and I'm gonna pick five different wines. Yay! There you go. We could do, do we could do a wine thing. You could do whatever. Well, you know what? If we did a wine and thing, and she'll get to drink the spit bucket at the end. Here's the uh, no, I, that, <laughs> that doesn't exist in this. Here's the <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the wine thing. I think that it should be. Well, it has to be different wineries. I was going to say that we should get different, yes, not all from Blue Ridge. Yeah. I could bring up some Virginia ones. We could do that. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So that's, so tentatively that's what we'll say. We'll say for Thanksgiving break. Or should we make it holiday seasonal, right? Holiday, it's Thanksgiving themed. We could do that. So you want me to have like a nutmeg wine? (laughs) Um, 
doesn't Primary have to be alcohol. It could be anything. Dude, don't say I'm just going to bring a turkey sandwich. I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to go buy a gobbler. All right. <laughs> Welcome back, asshole. <laughs> I love it. It's bread stuffed with more bread. Yeah. Topped with turkey. Topped with turkey and gravy. Good we'll table, we'll table that. Else. We'll figure that out. Put a pin in it and we'll come back to it. But, Host uh, choice. Yeah. How's that? We'll, I, I, will, I will think about that, what we're going to do. Yes. And I'll have to think of something different for the next time. But in any event, this has been Six Strings and Coffee, Virginia Beach, Beer Edition. Uh, I'm Charlie. I'm Sean Izzle. And hope everyone enjoyed. Have a good rest of your day.